Got to say nurses, didn't I? <laughs> what? Making turkey. Okay. Well, they're doing good because they're quiet. Huh? Uh, yes, yeah, Linda Harper thing. Yeah. Love that he showed in each church. 
And I, I can't thank each and every one of you for helping me do what I do. But I'm not sharing this with you. <laughs> 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 I love each and every one of you. But she's going to share it with me. No. <laughs> now i got to get back to my glue. <laughs> I, uh, you know, Veterans Day is a, uh, it's a hard sermon to preach because there's really, there's, there's just a few places in the Bible where you can go. And, and, and God has places in the Bible that mention warriors and mentions veterans and, and those that are faithful. And especially uh, uh, those that have served and wore the uniform, uh, I want to give you a heartfelt thank you. You know, we are able to sleep at night because people like those that have put on the uniform, myself included, uh, volunteered or were conscripted to serve our country. And uh, whether it was during peacetime or whether it was an actual combat, um, you stood in the gap. Uh, it was your responsibility to fulfill the obligations of our um, uh, oath that we took when we were sworn in the service. You know, that we would defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and so on. That we would obey the orders of those that are appointed, the, the legal orders of those appointed over us. Um, and the one thing that you do is you go in, you serve your time, and if you spend, make a career out of it and you retire, that's great. If you go in and do a, an enlistment and get out, that, that's fine. Um, and you ETS, if you were a regular army, you ETSed out of the service. You had to clear post, turn all that uniforms and everything, equipment. Uh, and you sign your paperwork, you, you exit the post, and you're done. They never, ever relieved you from that oath. All of us are still bound by that oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the oath we pledge. It's only been about 1% of the population of the United States to don the uniform. And you think about how many people we have, three, I think close to 400 million people in this country, but only 1% have wore the uniform or, or actively wearing it. And, uh, and so that says a lot about the character of the people that put it on. Um, it covers all aspects of life, all aspects of uh, social economic statue. Um, and we come together from different places with different back styles, our, our lifestyles and backgrounds for one purpose and one purpose only. To defend this country. And... Uh, Thank you from the bottom of my heart to each one of you. Uh, we have those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Um, and we have those that are standing in the gap today who are prepared to give everything so that we can sleep at night, so that we can worship in a place like this without having to worry about being in danger while we do it. Yes, our country's went a long direction for a long time. It's because we as Christians have kept our mouth closed.
for too long. We became apathetic with what was going on in society. Oh, this is the United States. I can remember my father saying, oh, this is the United States. That could never happen here. And yet, where are we at today? We're at today. And so, most soldiers, when the bullets start, there's no atheists in foxholes. There's not. There's not. You will find a deity to call out to. And most of the time, it's the living God. Because he's the one who can actually protect you. Um, not a man-made God. And so, in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about great men of faith. Now, these guys were, they weren't just, just doers of the faith. They, some of them had actual combat. Some of them had actual hardships. The, look at Jonah. Jonah, for example. God gave him a task to do, and what did Jonah do? He ran. Cost him a lot. He spent three days in the belly of a fish. You can pardon my analogy here, and then was vomited up on the shore. Now, he had all that whale acid on him, so I imagine he was white as a ghost. And he walked to Nineveh and did what God told him to do. And after he did it, he went and sat down and started griping about having to do it again. How many of us are like that? God gives us a task. We run from it because we think somebody else ought to do it. And we today, we're great. We have this little, this little lingo that we can use. That's not my calling. Not my calling. And so we play, the, we play the terminology game as Christians so that we only have to do what we want to. Well, here's what our calling is. God has called us to be his bond servants. He paid a price for us. We have no claim upon ourselves. He bought us. He paid for us. He owns us. Our calling is he left his home and went to a promised land. By faith, Noah spent 120 some odd years building an ark. And in all actuality, if you've never really seen one, it looks like an oil tanker. Took him 120 years to build it. People thought he was crazy. It had never rained. And he's in the middle of the desert building a ship the size of an oil tanker. By faith. By faith, Abraham, he sojourned across countries till he found the place of his dwelling. By faith, Sarah received the child in old age. By faith, these all died in faith, in verse 13, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. And were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Our soldiers wind up getting placed in a lot of foreign countries. Places to where they're pilgrims and foreigners on this earth. The societies that they get transferred to or have to serve in are way different from ours. The customs, the norms. 
For they that have faith, such things declare plainly that they seek a country. All of us are sojourners here on earth. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are called to represent him with our lives. Our lives. What are we job are we doing with our lives? Do people see Christ in us? Are we living in such a way that we seem to be contrary to the norms in society? Or do we just blend in and nobody notices us? That's not the fabric that we're supposed to represent. We're supposed to be different. In fact, the Bible tells us that we're to be peculiar. Peculiar. That's a strange word. So we declare plainly that we're looking for a country. We declare by our lives that this is not our home. We're just here temporarily. Yes, we are aliens in the true sense of the word. But see, we desire a better country. And we can have a better country here on earth if we practice what God's called us to do. Think about this. If each one of us would treat our neighbors as ourselves. If each one of us would love our neighbors as ourselves. Now, I can, like I said a couple Sundays ago and on Wednesday night, there's not one soul here that will hurt themselves on purpose. I don't know anybody that's going to stand up and walk to the back door and slam their hand in the door. They just ain't going to do it. God gave us... Senses so that we can avoid danger. And what do we do? We do the best we can to preserve ourselves. If you're married, we need to take that same preservation and apply it to our families and wives and husbands. Because God has called us to be one flesh. We're to cleave together. Cleave means not to be separated, stuck. Your skin is cleaved to your bone. Welded is the term. It's a, it's a metallurgy term. Cleave is a metallurgy term. We're to be welded to each other. Listen. Listen about the things that went on. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both of his sons. The sons of Joseph. Worshipped, learning upon the top of his staff. And by faith, Moses, when he was born, was, was hid in the bushes of the Nile. Found by Pharaoh's wife, or daughter, mother, raised as a Pharaoh. It was Pharaoh's daughter that found him. And then, choosing rather to suffer affliction, he killed an Egyptian for beating one of the Israelites. Fled. They were looking for him. He stayed gone for a while. Years. And he comes back and he leads his people out of Egypt. By faith, Moses crossed the Red Sea. Listening to all the people mumble and grumble. Oh, he had to bring us out here to die. And by faith, God destroyed the Egyptian army. 
And if you've watched any of the recurring news about archaeology, they have found hundreds of chariots in the sands of the sea of the Red Sea. Archaeology has proven the Bible's true. By faith, Moses forsook the riches of Egypt to follow God, the creator of the world. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. They circumpassed that sentence, or that city for seven days. By faith, a prostitute named Rahab perished not with the people inside of the city because she received the spies with peace. And what shall I say more? For the time would, fall, would fail me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson. Samson's neat. Tied the tails of foxes together and set the tied limbs with fire on them and run them through the crops. Talking about a bad boy. Smart. And think about Jephthah and of David and of Samuel and the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of wickedness were made strong, waxed, valiant, and fight, turn to fight the armies of the aliens. Think about that. We have veterans scattered all across this country. I dare say that there's probably very few communities that doesn't have a veteran living in it. Isn't that amazing how God has dispersed us across the nation? Isn't that amazing that people with that experience are in each community and they show that they show that uh, character, that faith in their daily lives. It's amazing. It's amazing. They get involved in the communities. They're very, very, very poignant like veterans they're very poignant about justice being served equally and the curse of justice being denied we recognize that we see that kind of like a big brother looking after the little ones if it's going to be true for one it's going to be true for all don't show favor to them that's the American way you you treat everybody equally. Not everybody has the same capabilities, but everybody should be treated equal. And others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings 
and verse 36, and moreover of bonds and imprisonment. These were the soldiers and heroes of the Bible. They were stoned. They were, they were sown. They were sown asunder. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. Think about that. They tormented the prophets. They killed the prophets. They stoned the prophets. They imprisoned the prophets. And the world was not worthy to receive their word. And they hid in mountains and in dens and in caves. And these men all having obtained a good report through faith. Received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us. That they without us should not be made perfect. Think about this. These all men were counted faithful. These all men had obtained salvation. And they haven't seen Jesus Christ. We are on the other side. We haven't seen Jesus Christ. But we have the faith. What did Christ say? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. That's us. That's us. We have an obligation to this country and this world to shine the light of Christ into them. And our veterans are the first ones to do that. Only two things in the United States has ever offered to die for you. Even though they don't know you. That's Jesus Christ and the American service people. That's it. That's why Veterans Day is a big deal. It's a big deal. Memorial Day is where we honor those who never got to take the uniform off. Armed Forces Day is where we honor those who are still wearing the uniform. Veterans Day is where we honor those who got to take it off. And of these, the greatest are the ones that didn't get to take it off and the ones who are still wearing the uniform. Those are the greatest of these. So with that, I'm going to close this. So today, who have you decided to follow? Every one of you are, are our warriors. Every one of you come from a warrior heritage. Have you put on the armor of God? Have you heard the calling of Christ? Are you prepared to march in his army? Fight to the end like one of the, one of the generals of David who fought one day so hard that his hand cramped and he couldn't release the sword. He killed 350 people that day. Philistines. There was a mighty man. They followed David when he was nothing. The reasons they followed him are because of God. Their secrets are with God. They were discontented. They felt like everything had left them aside. Why do we follow Jesus? Are we discontented with this? There's something better than this. There has to be. This can't be all there is. You can't have those questions. God gave us an innate ability to search for him. It's indwelled into every human being. 
Remember, we're made in his image. Have you snuffed it out? Or are you fanning it trying to find out? Have you made that commitment? Have you decided to follow Jesus? If not, today is the day. I was telling somebody yesterday that this is a short time. Salvation is, is at hand. The kingdom of God is close. And one day, like God did with the ark, it's going to close the door. And when that door closes, if your name's not written in the Lamb's book of life, you will spend eternity separated from God, suffering. Suffering. With your faculties knowing that you made a mistake. That the God that you thought was a joke was for real. That the place that you thought didn't exist was for real. And you were going to wind up spending forever and I don't know how long forever is, but it's a long time knowing that you messed up. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I love you and I thank you for this day. And Lord, I ask you that not one soul cross the threshold of this church exiting without having made a commitment to you. Either renewing that commitment, either establishing that commitment, or Lord wanting to find out about that commitment. And if they're here and they're stirring and they're uneasy, I pray that they can't eat, sleep, or drink until they make a decision with you. So they find out what you are and what you're about. Lord, may we be able to pluck some out of the fires of hell for you and your kingdom. Bless us as we travel home. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please stand our closing hymn. It's page 434. I have decided to follow Jesus.
cheese. Tell James I love doing it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do. We live only a mile and a half away. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. My name's Brian Odom. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Were you here yesterday? No. Uh -uh. No, I missed that. We drive by here all the time to either go to the grocery store or the, or the dump because we take our stuff to the dump. We're always going by you, and I said, this is a nice church, nice Christian people, so we just decided to come today. <laughs> so what we do, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Um, so yes, our Sunday starts, uh, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday starts your employment day. <laughs> He's not joking. No, I come. We're looking seriously. We're looking for full time. Okay. We're part time. Whatever you want. No, no, no. Just whatever. God bless you. We prefer you full time. And uh, no, I appreciate. And you can come here without playing the piano. We won't pressure you. Not much. But no, I appreciate that. Go home. Pray about it. Yeah. The tour block today. But, uh, the deadline for prayer is That's 2 right. p.m. 2, 2 p.m. <laughs> uh, you and your wife. What, what's this? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. She's a really sweet lady. But we're going to eat to get your wife. Thank you. Uh, I'm David. I'm Brian o. Brian, it's a pleasure to meet you. And the Indian guy. Uh, the Indian Stephen. Stephen here. Is one of the deacons. Yep. Okay. This is my wife, Robin. Robin, it's a pleasure. That guy is. I'm David. David. David Masterson. David Masterson. Okay. Son of the Master. I want to be able to tell her how to spell it so she can watch it. I'm the son of the Master. But it pays, okay? So I don't know why I don't know how it was. 